0: Hey guys, this is my leak. This is the My Taught You podcast. I am back to continue warming up with you. This is a warm obsession and it is really good for me um, just to learn how to use my new equipment. So much has changed since I started podcasting over a decade ago and so much has changed just in the last few years. I think the last podcast I recorded was in 2021 and even since then so much has changed. And so it's nice to have this time to work through kinks, like trying to figure out how to get my iMessages to stop dinging while I'm recording. And so uh, thank you for rolling with me as I uh, find my way. So today's warm up session is me answering three questions from my email inbox. You all did not hesitate. To hit me with your questions. And so I really want to say thank you for the very warm welcome back. Like, how incredible was that? And I am not going to hesitate. I'm just going to jump into the three questions that I have today. The first question is How do you balance being a businesswoman, mother, wife, sister, friend, daughter? What tools do you use, and how is your self care regimen? I'm going to just come out swinging and say there is no such thing as balance. I believe that what we are always doing is balancing, emphasis on the ing. Think of yourself walking across a tightrope. Do you imagine that you could just waltz across from the beginning to the end, you know, never sort of getting to a point where you might almost fall off. You're just sort of, you know, you have everything together and you're skating from one side to another. No, I imagine you twisting and turning, nearly falling off as you try to go from one side to another, you know? So it's no wonder that trying to keep a balanced life feels wobbly and it's often hard, Your whole body and mind are needed to get across the tight rope of life. Author Gary Keller of One Thing says, the magic never happens in the middle. (laughs) When I read that, I was like, yes, yes, and yes, the magic never happens in the middle. And he says, if you think of balance as the middle, then out of balance is when you're away from that middle. But if you stay your whole life in the middle, nothing extraordinary will happen. Improvement, productivity, passion, goals, those all lie far away from the middle. And then I thought of uh, another person who has some work that really resonates with me around balance, and that is a gentleman by the name of James Clear. Most of you have probably read Atomic Habits. But he says balance is timing, not intensity. He says it's not doing multiple tasks at 80%, but developing the skill of turning it on and turning it off. Sleep fully, then work intensely. Focus deeply, then relax completely. Give each phase your full attention. Balance is when to, not how to. And so when I look back on some of the titles that you shared, businesswoman, wife, mother, sister, friend, daughter, first and foremost, I consider myself a friend to myself. I am that before I do business. Before I mother, partner, friend, etc. When I am a friend of myself, I do well in business. When I am a friend to myself, I can show up as a more enthusiastic mother, partner, friend, etc. The other day I was doing an interview and someone said, I know you want to be an incredible mother. And I said, I do not. I want to be a good enough mother. And I guess, you know, in the last few years, I was reading some literature around what it means to be sort of a good enough parent. And it says um, there's a pediatrician and psychoanalyst by the name of Donald Winnicott and I share all these resources with you all because what I'm hoping to do is share some of the notes that I have made over the course of my life um, so that if any of this resonates with you you can go co- you can go deeper in the work um over the last I would say maybe five years since I became a parent and I just have been doing a ton of reading you will notice in just about any sort of book worth any weight. There's tons of notes. People who are writing books are sharing all of the notes that they have gathered over the years and they are sharing them in the back. And you can, you can go research further if you want to dive deeper into someone's work. And so that's what I'm hoping to do. Um, is just sharing some of the spaces that I have maybe gotten some ideas and then further develop them. But this whole idea of good enough mother, this, um, the psychoanalyst and pediatrician says being good enough as opposed to perfect ultimately fosters independence and autonomy in the growing child. He writes of the good enough mother, her failure to adapt to every need of the child helps them adapt to external realities. Her imperfections better prepare them for an imperfect world. And I feel like I could apply that sort of good enough idea to just about every area of my life. I want to be good enough so that I can live my life outside of some of those titles as often as possible. How often can I show up as a person in my own life? And so there's no tool as much as there's a mindset that some things will demand greater attention from me at various points of my life. When I was a new mother, I wasn't able to focus on my fitness as much. When my mom was dying, I wasn't able to focus on my work as much. The list goes on. And so as I walk across life's tightrope, I am using my head and heart and I am balancing I-N-G. And a lot of times we talk about priorities. That's usually the thing, you know, the word that people will add on when you talk about balancing and it's like, I don't balance, I prioritize. But even in prioritizing, there is a balancing ING of priorities. So next question. I've been asked the next question I'm going to read about 20 different ways. And I think It'll be helpful for me to answer this so I can maybe just get this one out of the way because it, because it is one of the top questions people have asked um, now that I'm either back podcasting or something people have noticed about the content that I share on Instagram or Twitter or threads. So I got a, a message that says, I think it's so remarkable how your advice has become more balanced. I bolded that because we were saying balance, balancing. More emphasis on compassion versus hustle. Do you think that you would, ha- you would have still created the life that you wanted if you had the wisdom you have now back then? Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. The first thought I have when answering this question is I don't know. It's hard to say. And then the second thought that I had when I when I get questions like this is that hustle is not a bad word. To me, hustle is hard work, identifying opportunities, having a sense of urgency, perseverance, discipline. Those are just some of the things that come to mind. If I were to go back over my content for the past decade, I'd venture to say that the majority of my advice was around managing your mindset based on what you want to accomplish. And sometimes that calls for hustle. Hustle as a noun is a state of great activity. Now, I have said things like, this is a grind because there were times in my life when I was absolutely grinding. And if I'm keeping it all the way real, the early years of motherhood, and even some of these days around these holidays, traveling with my kids is a hustle and a grind. Be crystal clear taking my kids on airplanes and sharing a hotel room with them is a grind. Now, I hope that I can tease out some ideas that these two have to exist separately. You know, I think that there is an idea that if you are in a stage of life where there's great activity toward a goal, you might lack compassion or you have to lack compassion. Um, The trouble that some have with the approach to hustling is that it's all or nothing. And for a lot of people, it is literally that all or nothing. Maybe we call this survival mode. This new experience that you might be having with me is a person that is no longer in survival mode. I've done the work. Paid the bills, started the savings, established safety in my body, in my home, in my family life. The list can go on. And so, if you are experiencing me differently, it could be that I am no longer in that mode. And over the years, you know, little by little, day by day, year by year, I have been able to. Establish safety. Now, <laughs> I want to be clear about something, y'all. I am a competitor. I am more compassionate these days. And I would say, uh, in the last podcast, we talked about self compassion, definitely more compassionate with myself. And I think by being more compassionate with myself, that is what bleeds because I think I have been compassionate, but I think when you experience someone who is being compassionate with themselves, you can see it. Now I am a competitor and I want to win. If it's between me and you, (laughs) I want to be in first place. I'm not playing to participate. I am playing to win. So While you might experience me having more compassion towards myself, when we get in the ring, when I step on the track, when I get in the game, I want to win. Now, as I was thinking through this answer, and I know we are taking so many twists and turns, but as I think through this answer, I remembered a quote that I read in a book that you really have to pick up. It is called, the way of integrity by Martha Beck. Now she says anything you do solely to influence others, rather than to express your true nature is a hustle. Being polite to get approval is a hustle. Flirting with people to make them feel special. Hustle sitting solemnly in church, consciously exuding piety is a hustle. Acting a little bit stupid to avoid threatening others. Hustle. Using big words to impress? Hustle. Wearing certain clothes because you want to look professional or sexy or hip or rich or tall or nonconformist or demure? Hustle, hustle, hustle. Mind you, hustling doesn't mean you're bad. It means you're well socialized, cooperating beautifully with culture. But it also means you're split from your true nature. In millions of small ways and some huge ones, you ignore what you naturally yearn for and hustle along to get the things you've been taught to want. Which takes me to the final question I'm gonna answer in this episode. This question reads, I've recently separated from my business partner and my business. I just signed the separation agreement last week, which I'd been building for almost 10 years. I think I've gone through the grieving process Some days are more sad than others, but the idea of being a person who does not run that business anymore is a little frightening, to be honest. A friend recently posted this status on Facebook, and it really hit home. You know, your identity doesn't have to be a prison. You can change whenever you want. I know you've been through the process of putting an old business behind you and working on new projects, but my question is, how did you do it? How did you overcome any mental barriers you may have had in in reconciling whatever your new identity would be with the stories you had told yourself about yourself as a business owner? I guess, how did you untie your personal identity from your identity as an owner? As you can see, I'm still working through my questions and recreating my own self-concept, but I always enjoy and gain something from your perspective. So I thought I would ask since you invited us to do so absolutely. Um, So here I go with this one. (laughs) And let me tell you something that remains true. Take what you need. You know, I always say my way is not the way it is a way. And so this is my way. It is really important to me to live in harmony with my truth. If you've listened to my podcast over over the years, You know how often I recommend editing your life and asking yourself questions along the lines of, am I who I say I am? Is this what I'm doing? Is what I'm doing aligned with where I'm going? If I can go back to Martha Beck for a second, life-changing book. She says, your true self is intensely interested in your real life's work. Can I say that again? Your true self is intensely interested in your, capital letters, real life's work. Your real life's work. Not your Instagram life or your Facebook life. Not the life you might perform to friends and family, but your real life. She then continues and says, when you pursue a career that pulls you away from your true self your talent and enthusiasm quit on you like a board intern. Every task will feel as distasteful as poison food and leave you just as weak. Talk about floored me. A quote that floored me. So I enjoy serving black women. <laughs> I like being creative with photo shoots, fonts, marketing. I like building community. I stopped enjoying the operational portion of the business I had created. I'd go so far as to say I began to hate it. I am still interested in creating businesses, just not the one I created a decade ago. Now, when it comes to identity, I never really love having to have a title because I never felt like it truly encompassed who I am and what I actually do but I know that the stages need simple answers. So you say things like founder, CEO, president to signal, you started it, you run it, you're in charge. The title I've felt most comfortable with is the boss or CEO of me. That's it. I'm responsible for my leak and where she works or what she does to make a living is subject to change at any time. My hope for my leak is that with Each professional shift, she gets closer and closer to her real life's work. I'm grateful for the love and support I have received while warming up this podcast, you guys. To have you all rally around me as I sort of pick myself up from some pretty substantial blows this year is proof of God's presence. It feels good to be yourself. Thank you. The way to support this podcast is by subscribing and rating it wherever you listen to podcasts. If you want more of this, tag me with your favorite quotes on your favorite social channels. It fires me up. And if you want to keep up with what I'm doing, I heard somebody say retreat. Be sure to sign up for my newsletter at mytaughtyou.com. Email me if you want to work through something at mytaughtyou at gmail.com dot com. Bye.